0: Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna make him an awful you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Don't you understand, George? It's because you were not born. Can
1: Film Church. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I know the Bible says Jesus turned water into wine, but it didn't say liquor store wine. It had to have been non-alcoholic wine because it didn't have time to ferment.
0: Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to Film Church Radio, the podcast that treats cinema as a religion. It's Sunday, I'm Brandon. I'm Lewis. And we are here to talk about movies. Each week, Lewis and I alternate picking a film for both of us to watch and discuss. Today, I picked the film Bernie from 2011, starring Jack Black, Shirley MacLaine, Matthew McConaughey, and directed by Richard Linklater. Uh, as I said last week, uh, when I revealed what film we would be watching, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, it takes place in Carthage, Texas, which is very close to where I grew up. So a lot of so I have a lot of love for this film. Uh, it's representation of East Texas culture. And of course, the story, which is true. Uh, the performances are amazing, but we will get into all of that in a few minutes (laughs) like am i going to keep this accent going the whole time you've (laughs) gone
1: further than i thought you were gonna go uh
0: first we'd like to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast sending their love for the show if you're new to the show and you're enjoying it be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to be notified (laughs) when we get a new episode uh this is a film church so we post episodes on sundays and if you really, really enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Uh, you can find us on social media, at Film Church Radio, uh, where you can leave us a comment, send us a message, tell us what you think of the show. We also post extra content on our YouTube channel, and right now there is a Doctor Strange MCU review that is really good. Uh We'd also love for you to rate and review the show on whatever podcast service you're streaming from. So before we get into this film, Bernie, uh, we like to talk about what we've been watching this week. And I'm going to turn it over to Lewis. Lewis, what have you been watching?
1: I have been watching. I mean, I'm not going to do the accent. (laughs) For a split (laughs) second, I was like, shall I try? Um, But to say that it hasn't been rehearsed and I am not, (laughs) <laughs> from east texas it would it You're would not? be terrible <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> you, um, you do have one thing that you can say with an american accent though right yeah i mean it's the most and it is a texas staple it's burger. <laughs> um that's, that's beautiful it. yeah that's I mean, spot on <laughs> thank you yeah it's taken all of no time to prepare <laughs> it just <laughs> flew out one day um Where were we? What have we been watching? Okay. Um, So this week, I feel like television is at a high point right now. I know we've talked about it a few weeks ago, um, but I just feel like there's so much good TV or TV that looks interesting that's on right now. Yeah. Um, So the majority of the stuff I've been watching this week has been catching up on the TV that me and my wife you know, watch together. So we finished Hacks from HBO, the um, half-hour kind of comedy about an aging female comedian, which was brilliant. Season two, as good as season one. Um, It's funny, moving, you know, hilarious, all the kind of good stuff. Um, And then I've been watching Pistol, which is um, a limited series on FX. It's on Hulu um, about the Sex Pistols. Oh, okay um but it's you know it's not a documentary it's kind of acted out yeah um directed by Danny Boyle who did oh, slumdog millionaire and 127 hours yeah um which is kind of why i quite I, I mean i like the sex pistols music um i like that whole kind of you know punk scene i think it's a very interesting part of music history um you've seen and Sid I love and Danny Nancy, Boyle right I have seen Sid and Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this has been really interesting to watch. And it is is it it is bloated. I mean, there's like the Sex Pistols were only going for like two years. Really? And they're trying to cram it all into like six episodes. Yeah. Um, but there's not, I mean, I feel like we, you tread water a lot until you reach a point that's like interesting. There's right. a lot of kind of like make weight. Um, I haven't finished it yet. I've got two episodes left. Um, but it's, I mean, it's entertaining enough and you know, it's the, the actors are actually performing the songs. So the live performances have a real like energy to it. Yeah. You can tell they're not just miming. Yeah. Um, which is quite fun. I like Danny Boyle. He does some interesting stuff with it. Yeah. Um, the aspect ratio is like a, you know, old TV. Okay. It's more square than it is widescreen and, Mm -hmm. um, looks a bit hazy. Yeah. Um, so it is it is definitely interesting i'm you know I'm gonna finish it um but it is it's not top tier right so yeah um but things that are top tier we watched season four part one of stranger things nice um have you been keeping up with stranger things?
0: I have not watched the the i' i mean i've I've watched up to this season, yeah, but I haven't watched this season yet, so yeah.
1: I think because of all the hype around it, I'm never, personally, I never say, you know, oh, I love Stranger Things. It's so good. I'm just like, yeah, I've seen it. It's okay. Um, But I was really into this series. You know, each episode is like over an hour long. Yeah. But it's super gripping. Mm -hmm. You know, the story's good. The music's good. The actors are good. You know, you forget that you care about the characters until you're back into it. Yeah. Um, And we pretty much watched it all in like two days. Oh, Um, nice. I yeah, so, I feel
0: like that's going to be what happens with me. I just have, yeah. you know, I just haven't committed that much time to it of yeah. catching up on other things. But yeah, I love season 1. I mean, I I like all the seasons and I love the characters, yeah. but season 1 is such a tight like yeah. it it was clear they didn't know if they were going to do another season and so it they kind of wrap it up really nicely. Yeah. Um and I'm glad it continued or whatever, but me like too. season 1 is just like there's certain moments in it that are so great like spoilers like when she uh catches the kid from falling like when he jumps Mm -hmm. off the cliff and then she like breaks the guy's arm and like it's just like i love that moment
1: (laughs) yeah it's so good i mean there's there's moments in this that like i was open-mouthed at the screen you know it's like it's one of the kind of like oh my gosh um it's just good tv you know it's just each character has room to breathe. It's kind of long-form storytelling at its best. Yeah. I feel like um, it's really good. And then the boys started back on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, we watched the first two series. It's this this is the third. Yeah. Um, and we only watched the first episode, and it is gory. It is yeah. You know, over the top, ridiculous. Yeah. Craziness. <laughs> um, it's a. I feel like it's a show I can't binge. Because it's just so so much every time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's in, it's intense. Yeah, it's intense. Um, so we watched the first episode of that, and I was like, okay, we can have a bit of a a little bit of a break <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> until the next one. You know, yeah. Um, not saying it's not very good. Um, just it's just a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then movie-wise, I've only really watched one movie since we last talked, and that is Hoop Dreams from 1994 um, and nice. documentary about two kids kind of, they both get discovered around the same time, like going into high school. And it's um, and it's basically just, it just shows like in a city, I think it's Chicago, um, just the American system and how kind of corrupt and, you know, if you're on the bottom rung of the ladder, how hard it is to get out. Yeah of this just awful situation that we're in, you know? Yeah. There's, it follows, so it follows two, um, young boys journey to wanting to play basketball. They're both very talented and kind of get snapped up by a a high school that excels in basketball. I don't know, you know, tutorage, I guess. Yeah. Um, and just shows their two journeys through until they graduate basically. Um, But there's just so much to it. You know, you just, there's like, there's drugs and there's violence and there's injuries and there's poverty and the, you know, people having to move schools. And it's just, there's just so much going on in it. Um, And you really root for them. You know, you're really rooting for these two kids to make it. Um, But in the end, it's like, like sometimes it doesn't matter how much skill you have, like the world is not going to let you achieve your dream. Yeah. And that's not really a spoiler because, you know, they're both are really good at basketball. Yeah. But you come away from it thinking, wow, you know, that's, it's just so sad that this is the way that the world is. Yeah. If you don't have money, you can't really, you can only go so far. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's it's just, it's such a good documentary. You know, it's not, and you never feel like the filmmakers are trying to guide you at all, they're just letting
2: they're just telling like, the certain story. things.
1: Yeah, exactly. they yeah. just, you know, it's not it's not like they're trying to get to the end and like show you something in particular. Um, I think it started off by maybe showing like how teenagers got scouted. That's yeah. you know, the first part. And then after that, it kind of is like, okay, actually their stories are more interesting than that. Yeah. Um I would recommend seeking it out. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not massively into basketball. I've watched a few documentaries here and there. Um, but it's just, yeah, I mean, America.
0: What did you watch it on? Is it available somewhere? Or did you just have um, I, I,
1: I Yeah, I, it's on Criterion. So I had a copy okay. that I picked up on the last sale because I read a lot of good things about it. Yeah. Um, and it, it is pretty lengthy, so I've been putting it off and I finally had a night where I could watch it. Yeah. So... Um, um, yeah, but I, I th- it probably you know it it was 1994, um so it's probably widely available on streaming somewhere if not Criterion Channel somewhere else. Yeah, mm.
2: it's
0: always interesting when documentaries, you know, older documentaries are still so relevant. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, and yeah. still hold and up. There's a lot of stuff in there about the 90s, light, um like the fashion and the yeah. And the music and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just great. Yeah, I love documentaries, especially ones like that. Yeah, So I might have
0: to pick a documentary on our next, on my next pick.
1: Yeah, I mean we <laughs> did flee, and we both love flee. Yeah,
0: Sam. So. Yeah, true. Well, I have been watching. Well, I haven't been watching much. I've been watching some TV, um, but. I only watched one film since the last yeah. time we talked as well, besides the film we're talking about today. But uh, I watched Pedro Almodovar's Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down from 1989 with Antonio That's Banderas.
1: Nice. That's interesting because I feel like Almo Al- Al- Almodovar,
0: I think is how you yes. say
1: it. Okay. You can just dub me over with <laughs> okay. you saying it. Um, I feel like I watched Parallel Mothers... And I've really wanted to go back and watch <clears throat> um, some of his other films Yeah, recently just because that didn't land for me necessarily. But I know how f- highly thought of it is. So what did you think?
0: Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it, yeah. for some reason, I keep running into these movies about men who kidnap girls and then the girls are supposed to fall in love with them. And I'm just like, this is unrealistic and (laughs) stupid. Like, let's get away from this weird. I don't know, my culture mindset, or I don't know what it is. Like, it's just like very misogynistic. It's the male, the male gaze, isn't it? Really? Yeah. mm -hmm. It's like yeah, yeah, some weird effed up fantasy that just is not. It it's not romantic it's like trying it's like trying to make it romantic which i don't think the film necessarily is trying to make it romantic it's not no you know it, it's it's not a romance film really but yeah. it was it was interesting um you know it it did leave me wanting a little more so you know i gave it a 3 out of 5 okay. but yeah. i i don't know i, I might visit it again um I don't know. I feel like it's one of those movies that I need to like discuss with someone else who's seen it and try to figure it out. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, I and and he is a filmmaker that I do want to watch more of his films. Uh one of his films that I have seen is called Talk to Her that mm-hmm. came out in like the early 2000s that I really like. Um So, yeah, and I haven't watched Parallel Mothers, but I need to. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like you know, I was like, I'm going to check out one of his films and then was yeah. a little disappointed, but
1: mm. not given up yet. Yeah, that's the thing. I think, like, with Parallel Mothers, that was the same for me. I, there was a lot of hype around it, and I was expecting... Maybe I was expecting too much. Um, but it kind of... I know that you shouldn't judge a filmmaker by one film, but it kind of puts you off a little bit from necessarily choosing um, like another of his films over something else. Yeah. You know, because there's so much available to us right now that... You know, if it was a choice between a Linglader film or a
0: Al Moldavar. Sure.
1: Yeah, um, film. Um, I would choose, you know, I'd, it wouldn't be a hard choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sam. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I mean, he's he, like, he's highly regarded. Um, yeah, in, exactly. In yeah. the filmmaking community. Uh, so I do want to watch more of his films and kind of i I think he he maybe is somebody who does very unique uh stories you know things that um you would never think of, you yeah. know what I mean, and maybe that's why people like him because it's just so different than other things that are available but yeah um and then I also oh that movie is on criterion channel right now if anybody wants hmm. to watch it, but I also watched. Bo Burnham's The Inside Outtakes, which anybody who's, (laughs) yeah, anybody who's been listening knows that I loved, uh, the Inside Bo Burnham special, I talked about it in our end of the year, uh, episode, and it's like getting a whole nother special, dude, like, there's more songs, yeah, and he'd like make something different out of it, like the style wise, like it's on YouTube, so it mm. he it's like you're watching a YouTube video and yeah. um the like you'll see little ads pop up that he custom created <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then like you'll see the countdown that comes up and it's like, you know, commercial coming in three, two, one, and it really like when it first happened, I was like, ah crap, I gotta skip the ad but then it was like his like he made yeah. these ads um <laughs> so it's it's got its own um package you know what i yeah. mean like consistent uh it, it feels it feels like it's a continuation but it's also it's it's a separate thing you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. um i've i've only seen i haven't watched the whole thing yet i've only seen the the podcast uh-huh segment um, oh yeah yeah which you know, kind of. I'd seen it just after we'd watched Tusk uh-huh. a few weeks ago. I think so. It was like it, spot on. I'd, I'd, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. brilliant. I just he's so he's so talented. Yeah, man, he's amazing. Like
0: it, it, it really just. <clears throat> I mean, it shows outtakes too. So like, and shows like multiple takes takes of the same song, yeah. like layered over top of each other. It's just crazy, like. I mean I know that this is like all he
1: did for a year but it just seems like so much work. Yeah. You know. And it looks effortless like I mean when you watch the actual special like you you can tell a lot of work went into it but it it's seamless.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah.
1: And you don't really I don't think you realize just how much work went into it.
0: Yeah. Well the I feel like the outtakes makes it it makes it more visible how much work mm-hmm. went into okay. it, because cause he kind of shows you, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh man, that's a lot. That's great, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, also this week, episode uh, four of Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. dropped, and I know yeah. that we have both watched it, or you've watched we it, have. right? Yes, yeah, okay. I assumed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you would have watched it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, like, this show just keeps blowing my mind. I mean, it's yeah. it's so good, and like, it really. Um, you know, I won't. We won't really go into spoilers, but no. I mean, this is a semi spoiler. But Obi Wan Kenobi is, again. Going to save someone to rescue them, and it really to me it just like I just bursted out laughing because I was like this is really emphasizing the one line in A New Hope where Kenobi's like I'm getting too old for this sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's your turn, Luke. Like,
1: (laughs) I mean, you can tell that why he just kind of gives up and is like, okay, I'm gonna die. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna fade into nothing now. I I got them here. My job's done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i mean i had the best night so chelsea hadn't seen the first three episodes um and then what it must have been wednesday night no tuesday night we ordered a chinese takeaway and then Uh we watched all three episodes before the next one dropped and it was it was a good night yeah (laughs) really good food and really good tv was just perfect um but I've never been, Obi-Wan Kenobi has never been one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. I, I think that in the prequel series, he's very by the book and, you know, him and Anakin work well together. Yeah. Um. But it's never been him that I've been, grav- you know, that I've really loved. Yeah. This show is changing that. I think he's just, every episode, like the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi is going up in my list. Yeah. Of favorite ever Star Wars characters. I just it. I don't know how it's doing. You know, it's just adding so much to what we already know about him. And
0: yeah, I mean, it's just adding weight. Yeah, weight to the to the character it's. I just
1: feel like if I was in that, like if I was in that world, who would I want on my side? Like it's like you know picking at sports day. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi is going to be that first person on your team. Yeah, he's so reliable. He's so talented. Like. Uh, and there's just little character beats that we're not going to go into because they're like a little bit spoilerific, but yeah, just yeah, just make it so much worth it. Yeah, it's man. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Obi Wan for life. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Chelsea are <laughs> do find it really funny that they keep being like Obi Wan is like it's Ben, and they're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. everyone knows who everyone, you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Ben yeah. Kenobi. Whoops, wrong person. <laughs> go about your business. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, in the Kevin Smith uh, review of, like, the first episode, his theory was that he wasn't going to know that Ben and Obi-Wan were the same person. Okay. But I feel like that's squashed at this point. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. like, Reva... Co- or I guess we won't go into spoilers, but... <laughs> no. Well, I guess I did just say though, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. Sorry if I spoiled that for anyone.
1: We'll put it in the description. We'll just let people know that yeah. there may be spoilers ahead for Kenobi, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I and, and carried away. Chelsea said the same thing. She was just like, it makes me miss not that the bad interpretation, but man. yeah, she was
0: good. She, yeah, she was the best. Like. She was. If you get a chance to watch some of her stand ups like on HBO and stuff, those are good.
1: Yeah. I'll have to check them out. I just, yeah, she's just, she was the best. Yeah. One of a kind. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, I also watched Miss Marvel, the
1: first episode. I haven't watched it yet. I'm yeah. waiting for Charles because she's on a trip. I haven't watched it yet. and I liked it. and Good. And I know that we said after Dot Strange, I feel a bit marveled out. Yeah. And I feel like I am. Yeah, I'm not hyped for it, and I think I, wasn't I don't know if that's because Kenobi's going on at the same time. Yeah, and I'm like, just give me Kenobi, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Um, um yeah, I was,
0: uh, I was not hyped for it. I, you know, thought about just waiting to watch it, but then we yeah. threw it on while we were having dinner earlier, and, um. I enjoyed it. Like it was it was good. a lot better than I expected. Nice. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Yeah. So um if you're a Marvel fan uh give it a watch cuz I was just expecting it to be like um kind of geared towards younger girls. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean it kind of is, but it's like there's plenty there
1: still to enjoy. That's it's, great.
0: It's it's good.
1: And I do love that we're getting more representation yeah, from Marvel on a bigger stage. Yeah. For minorities and stuff. So um yeah, I mean I like all Marvel stuff, I'm gonna watch it, you know, but maybe not necessarily in a rush. Yeah, not you know, day it drops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, for Sam. So. But um I think tickets for Thor go on sale on Monday. So Oh nice. Yeah, I mean love. Taika Waititi, so,
2: mm-hmm.
1: gonna have to get open in day. Yeah, man. <laughs> have you seen,
0: yeah. um, uh, our flag means death? Uh, I don't think so. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, our flag means death. It's a pirate show that Taika Waititi okay. did. And... It just got
1: renewed for a second season, right? Yeah, I did. saw them tweeting about it, but I haven't, yeah. I've never watched it. It's Is pretty it good?
0: good, dude. It, it's a slow start, but it, 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 you really get into it once you kind of yeah. understand what the show is about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, yeah, it's like a comedy about pirates. Cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Check it out. Add it to the list. Yeah, man. Yeah, so much good TV, dude. Like you said earlier, yeah. it's like it, as film lovers, it they, they just keep – you know they market so well. They keep coming up with such yeah. good ideas and getting such good actors, and that like, yeah. as, you know, even though we're film lovers and we like feel like we need to watch films, they mm-hmm. get us
1: with these shows, and then that's we're it. Hooked. Yeah, I mean, even this month we've got you know Obi Wan that's happening. We've got Miss um, Marvel. We've got Only Murder Is in the Building season two coming out, which I love that first season, so I'm excited for that. You know, the boys, all this yeah. top tier TV. It's, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, man.
0: Crazy.
1: Yeah. But
0: now I think it's time for Bernie, ladies and gentlemen, from 2011, the film we've all been waiting for. Uh, The IMDb summary is, in in small town Texas, an affable mortician strikes up a friendship with a wealthy widow. Uh, though when she starts to become controlling, he goes to great lengths to separate himself from her grasp.
1: (laughs) And as always, spoilers are going to be forthcoming. Yes,
0: so if you haven't seen the film, definitely check it out. It is on the Criterion channel right now um, as a part of the Richard Linklater collection. And this film is so good. I, um, like I said at the beginning, I... uh, Grew up very close to the events of the I didn't know about the the events of this, okay, this I was film. Ask. Um really? wasn't aware of it until the movie came out, but um but there are several references to Longview in the yeah. film, which is where I grew up. So
1: Oh crazy.
0: Um yeah, there's like Longview Bank and Trust in there. Uh Jack Black at one point mentions <laughs> fantasizing about um, uh, Marjorie falling down the escalator in the mall in Longview, Yeah, which is my only criticism of the film because that mall in Longview didn't have an escalator. It was one story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have been there several times. And yeah, um, also the hands on a hard body competition took place in longview oh crazy Um, so that was something that i grew up knowing about yeah um but yeah so before we get into this movie do you have any questions or thoughts
1: to start us off like of what you thought of the film or anything i have a pretty big thought Um, Okay. (laughs) i don't know whether i was i don't know if this is going to be you know a bombshell to (laughs) to Start, Start off the pot. Yeah, exactly. But I want to say, it. so okay. after watching this film and doing a little bit of research for us talking about it and kind of watching a little bit, Richard Linkley is the most important American director working today. Yeah. And I truly believe that his career is one of the most varied and interesting of any anybody yeah. working today. Yeah. Um, he shows America like nobody else. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, I, I'm in love with his work. Yeah. And even the ones, even the films that aren't critically acclaimed are still better than 98% of the other stuff I've watched. Yeah. He's incredible. This film is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Everything he does is just mind blowing
0: yeah it's almost like he is uh it, it's almost like he's like a european director like he's making yeah. films about his his place like his time and mm-hmm. place from an outside perspective but he's on the inside you know like he grew yeah. up in texas you know yeah. like it's it's really interesting but I think he's just so well studied in a film. You know, like he's just seen so many films and he really knows like he he wants to do everything like or or at least everything that he's interested in. Like he has so many interests in terms of film uh, that he every time he makes something, it's got a different it's a different version of uh, like a director he wants to be. You know what I mean? It's never the same, which is really interesting.
1: Yeah, I watched a um like an interview with Jack Black and he was talking about working with Ling Lader and he just he he said the best thing about him, which, you know, if I ever write anything about Ling Lader, this is gonna be the title. He called him a sneaky Shakespeare. <laughs> it was just like, before you know it, it's like it's bigger than you could have imagined. Yeah. Like just the ideas behind it and like the the way that he crafts with words and um And it's so true. You know, this film, I think it's a sleeper. It doesn't really, you know, Jack Black at this point was kind of like comedy orientated and very, I don't know, like he'd been typecast a little bit. So I I went in thinking it was going to be one kind of film. And it's actually a very moving look at what drives people to commit crimes in a weird way, you know, and religion and... Um companionship and small town gossip and all you know, all this like the legal <laughs> yeah. system, like all these things rolled into one hour and forty mo- dark black comedy. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I mean there's it it was it was crazy to me watching this movie for the first time. Like there was nothing like I'll I will always remember that first experience of watching this, uh, because yeah. of I mean, just within the first few minutes of the movie, I knew that it was, like, something special. Yeah. Because it was just, like, so aware of this little slice of earth uh-huh. that yeah. I grew up in, you know what I mean? The Pine the pine Curtain is what they call it, you know? The, yeah. <laughs> the East Texas Piney Woods, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, like, from like from all the church songs, like he starts singing the, like he's singing in the car right in the beginning. You're seeing just like all the pine trees and stuff. Like that was my view as a kid. Like I think about Quentin Tarantino making Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and like the camera in the car next to Brad Pitt looking up at like the Hollywood strip. And he's like, that's what I saw as like a six year old kid. Well, for me, it's like these pine trees You know, like, Mm -hmm. looking up and seeing these pine trees as we're driving down the road. And I'm imagining Spider-Man swinging on the trees. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then it's, like, right after that, there's the lady who's, like, talking about um, everyone in town having Bernie on their will make it to heaven list. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, something that's, like, so ridiculous but, like, so uh it's like oh like i i've like people say that stuff yeah you know like yeah. i've heard that before um and then the guy that just lays out texas for you which is like
1: <laughs> as some, i was yeah go ahead
0: <laughs> just as someone who like grew up in texas it's like it may like I've i've never seen anyone lay it out like that but like when he did it was like Oh, yeah, like, that's yeah,
1: it. I just, yeah. I love that. Oh, I forgot about the panhandle, but then everybody does. And then he just moves on <laughs> yeah, and moves just, like, on, leaves yeah. a question mark there. Like,
0: nobody knows what's up there.
1: I, I could not believe in the closing credits that he was a real person. Because yeah. I know that it was, like, half actors and half real people. I was for sure, I was like, he's an actor. He's got to be an actor.
0: The, uh, the Sonny Davis guy? Yeah. The, the guy that laid out Texas? He was an actor, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He was?
0: Yeah, he, he is
1: an actor, yeah. Oh, I was pretty sure that, because it was, um, okay. Because it was like dropping, oh, he is, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. That's
0: the guy that um, Zach was talking about the last time that we talked with him. Um, and I can't remember what he was telling us about him. Like, I remember okay. him bringing up the guy. Yeah. Um, Cause he was, I think he was in some, uh, an old, an older eighties film that Zach had watched and I wish I could remember what it was. Um, but, uh, he also, that's the same guy like Linklater did a, uh, like a fire Ted Cruz campaign. Okay. Uh, where he made like a bunch of, uh, like commercials, like political ads, basically listing all the reasons why Ted Cruz should be fired starring that guy that lays out Texas. Okay, okay. <laughs> and all of those are on Criterion, too, so... Um, I guess
1: I got a little confused because they had the actor and then the name of the person they were playing. Yeah. And then it had just, I guess, names of actors, and I just assumed that they would be the real townspeople.
0: Right, yeah. Well, see, so. I think the way that he did it was... I mean, they had a script. Like, all, it's all scripted. Yeah. But they they did casting calls. Okay. And And they kind of tried to, yeah, just try to like typecast everyone basically. Because
1: yeah, the woman that goes to see Bernie at the end is real.
0: Yeah. She's real. And I've met that lady.
1: Oh really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) She came into a restaurant where I was working in Jacksonville. I was working at a Mexican restaurant. It wasn't jalapeno tree, but very similar. (laughs) It was Rancho Grande. And, um, yeah, she came in and, and, I I actually got like her resume and stuff cuz she she was doing more work at the time like she was in yeah. a film with um Nicholas Cage. Oh wow. But um yeah, I never I never did give her a call and I, it's like one of my biggest regrets. I'm like, man, uh-uh. could have had her in yeah. a movie and and unfortunately she passed away I think in 2018, so Oh man. But um yeah, that was like the first movie she had been in and she did an amazing job. Like she's got a lot <laughs> yeah. of really funny scenes. Like there's, yeah. there's a scene in the beginning where she's talking about how Bernie fixes the the bodies and she's like, yeah. she'll fix your chin. So it's not all sticky outy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, she did. I think she's in uh, everybody wants some, which is a, another link film that came out and like, 2016 yeah. or something about mm-hmm. baseball. She has a she has a scene in there. Um but yeah, she is hilarious. Like so many characters in this movie are <laughs> It's weird, man, because it's like it's like people I know. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like and all the different accents, you know, they're they're similar but they're different. You know what I mean? Like they everybody's got like their own like different voices or whatever I guess mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. they all sound familiar to me you know it, it's yeah. very strange to watch but it's um yeah man i mean it's why i love the film it's like it's like being transported to my childhood like it yeah. just makes me so happy that i can have like my Childhood captured so well, or like a, something that will take me back to the time and the place, and I can remember it's almost like I can smell it, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> you no, know. What no I mean? you. Yeah. Um, and like just knowing that okay, like hundreds or even thousands of years from now, someone could come across this film and know exactly where I came from, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah man it's uh it is incredible to watch and jack black is a motherfucker dude like i mean just that opening I, monologue where he's like demonstrating to the <laughs> the college how to
1: yeah you know make the body look good and stuff is just mm-hmm. like holy smokes yeah i mean i'm I, I love Jack Black anyway. I think he's in High Fidelity, which is one of my, you know, favorite kind of '90s movies. Yeah. Um. I I, I really like him in King Kong. I know that some yeah. people think it was miscast and stuff. I don't. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was and amazing. And he is hilarious as a person. Like I could. He's just one of those people that you just know is as genuine as possible. Like he's just yeah. He's him. You know, unapologetically himself. Um yeah. so I'm a massive fan of Jack Black. Um this definitely should have got him some more recognition. Oh yes, because it's it's a, a great performance. He can like he's I, he just does it all. You know, there's there's times where you think something sinister is going on, there's times where you feel sympathetic for him, you know, he's that full range is there. You know, yeah. it's never a, a cartoony version mm-hmm. of it either, because playing this character would have been so easy to have like gone too far. Yeah, you know, but he never does. It's it's very restrained and like it's it's someone that we know. You know, you've met this person before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, I always forget that Later did School of Rock as well. Yeah, exactly. It seems to be mm-hmm. so different from everything else he's done yeah um but i, may, I mean the two best black performances are from link later you know yeah
0: which so yeah. is crazy yeah and it's cool that um you know I, i'm sure like when link later i i mean i don't know but i i feel like link later knew that Jack Black was the person to play this character. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Matthew McConaughey wanted to play him, but he was like, you, it's just not going to yeah. work. You're going to have to, you can play the Danny Buck character. Yeah. Who's the, mm-hmm. who's the district attorney. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like kind of gets t- typecast again. He's another lawyer. Yeah. But um, yeah, so his friend, uh, Kyle Gass, who is, Tenacious D. From Tenacious D, along with Jack Black, uh, said that Bernie is the pinnacle of Jack's acting career, which I would agree. Um, And also there's a little uh, kind of, not cameo, but the radio station that Bernie goes to in the movie is KGAS, KGAS.
1: Mhm. Um so he kind of <laughs> I never noticed that that's great. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um I don't know what it is about like Jack Black playing these characters. Yeah. But it's it just it's just gr- I mean even that last scene of him kind of walking spoiler into the prison. Like even that he does so well. Yeah. You know, you can mm-hmm. tell the kind of character just from that walk. Yeah. And there is that air of mystery you know they keep asking those questions and you never kind of get a straight answer and any of them could be possible yeah you know were him and marjorie in a relationship was he gay yeah like you know i mean (laughs) danny book's kind of explanation as to why he thinks he's gay is completely ridiculous (laughs) yeah of course it's a thing a, a texas male from that kind of age range would say you know he, yeah he subscribes to men's fitness and he wears his shorts high When he holds <laughs> hand like he shakes your hand a little bit too long
0: <laughs> and he wears sandals yeah. <laughs> and then Kay, epperson is like our lord and savior wore sandals yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so did yeah. his 12 disciples yeah and they weren't gay which is kind of <laughs> hilarious to think about it's like I, it reminds me of uh, just like that meme of like the self-aware wolf of like,
2: mm,
0: I don't know, maybe we should re-examine these disciples. <laughs> 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 Might get a lot of flack for that one, but they said it in the movie, so. Yeah. um <laughs> But dude, oh my God, the scene where spoilers, everyone, watch this movie. When he shoots her, yeah. Like, Jesus, man! Like his acting ability in that moment is just like so. It, it's it's like he switch he switched into a child, yeah. And he just like didn't know what to do, yeah. And then. He's, like, asking for God. It's all one shot, which is incredible. Well, okay. at least the, the acting part of the, the scene. Yeah. Um. And then he's, like, praying to God, you know, to to find an answer, like, show him what he needs to do. And then he, like, turns, you know, to the freezer behind him. <laughs> and then it's that cut to 76 trombones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I cried at that point that is one of the that is one of the best cuts in cinema I, it was brilliant and that choice of song as well i know that like i just it's just something about it yeah that's just it's just comedy gold it's <laughs> yeah. so funny yeah
0: um it is it is amazing it, it, i i started thinking too because I was reading about, you know, the actual guy um, and what happened to him, you know, because, I mean, he's still alive, still in prison, um, and uh, found out that in, uh, I think in 2014, he um, was released from prison for a couple of years, um basically uh they I don't know maybe he got some new lawyers or something but they uh basically presented that he was in like a dissociative state at the time of okay killing Marjorie yeah. um which they yeah basically he was like in a dissociative state due to abuse that he suffered earlier in life. So like it, it just like they okay. they presented a case that um you know Marjorie was basically a mental abuser, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh a verbal abuser mm-hmm. and he just went and like he just flipped the switch and went into this dissociative state and then killed her. So he he got into he got let out of prison for 2 years under the stipulation that he live with Richard Linklater.
1: Oh, Which is
0: really yeah. strange, but I was like thinking about that, and I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if the movie actually helped them, uh, yeah, I would make that so. case.
1: You yeah, because he, I mean, I thought it was going to be more of a like, did he do it? Like, you know, but it's very cut and dry, you know. And at the end, you do feel for him. Yeah, you know, there's that scene where he's in the plane and he's just landed, and she's you know, call in and and after he hangs up, he's like, this is my life now. You know, and you really feel like, oh God, you know, he's got into more than he can chew right now. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, I mean, obviously it's not right to kill people. There has to be consequences. Yeah. You know, yeah. But like, there's so many, like even the, his lawyer uh, in the scene, in the, in the movie or whatever is, you know, Making the case that, uh, you know, if he wanted to k- kill her, like if he meant to kill her, if he had premeditated it, yeah. to do it, he would have done it so much better. But yeah. like he didn't want to kill her; it it happened. It just happened. Yeah. And then, you know, he could have still at that point gotten away with it, but he felt bad and wanted to preserve the body and wanted to. Yeah give her a proper burial. (laughs) Like you can just see that he really was like a nice person, you know? Like it's almost like the, the movie is makes you realize, Oh, maybe we're all capable Mm -hmm. of killing someone under the right circumstances, which I mean, you know, we live in a very interesting and unique time compared to the rest of earth history I would say that probably for the existence of the human race, more people have experienced what it's like to murder people than not. (laughs) (laughs) We just happen to live in a time that, um, we don't have to kill people to survive anymore. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not medieval times anymore. Yeah. It's not game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, but I'm just like, man, what did Linklater and Bernie get up to for those two
1: years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah. that there's this shot when the credits are rolling of him talking to Jack Black, and I think again from that shot it tells you all about the character, because Jack Black is just like he's just totally engrossed in that conversation. Yeah, you can tell, and I think that that's exactly the kind of person Bernie was. Like you just you fall under his spell. Yeah. And I don't think, because at first when he's kind of like showing up at the funeral home, I was like, is he just a con man? Is that what like this all is? Is just like, he's just conning just to get into like wealthy widows kind of houses and stuff. Uh But I don't think so. I think he's just, he was a genuinely caring guy. Yeah. You know, he did, like obviously he knew kind of how to push people to spend a little bit more money. You know, there's some hints of you know he put more crosses up to make it a bit more religious, and yeah, he was pushing kind of different kind of coffin and stuff. But I mean, that's his job, right? So yeah,
0: I mean, it, I mean, he also just believed that that was aesthetically like pleasing. Yeah, you know, like yeah. when he's being shown the um, the funeral home when he like first gets the job, he's like, "Oh, these benches are so nice." You know? I know, like, yeah, the green. I love the green. <laughs> you know, yeah. like (laughs) he's just into that kind of stuff which you know is like another reason someone like Danny Buck you know might say that he's gay but like you know I resent the fact that men can't like nice things without being gay like yeah
1: yeah yeah. I I agree
0: you know people like men can be effeminate and exactly still like women so get over
1: it (laughs) but i just i just think that that's such a great way to represent masculinity in tech, like small town. Yeah. You know, Texas is just that. He held my hand too long when we shook hands. <laughs> like <laughs> he must be he must be gay. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. It's
0: it was great. Um yeah, like Jack Black did get nominated for a golden globe, but that was like the biggest one you know, and i didn't win. Yeah. Didn't get an Oscar nom, like. Um, I I think this will, this could possibly be his, you know, best film for yeah. of his whole acting career. But I'm I'm sure he's got some more good stuff in him. I I think like the modern I or the way like the the person I could compare him the closest with is like Robin Williams, mm-hmm. like just as a a cultural icon and as uh, just a genuinely like good person and um, and then acting ability to like do funny movies and do very serious characters as well yeah Um, yeah so I think I'd love to see more
1: but me too I think it's a real shame that you know high fidelity like I said is one of my favorites I just love that film um And it's a shame that he kind of got typecast after that as this stoner. You know, I know that School of Rock it worked out really well, but then you think of the terrible studio-driven stuff that they tried to put him in, like Gulliver's Travels and Mm. you know The Holiday. Yeah, Um, it's a real shame because I mean, yeah, he he, it could be. You know, you look at um, oh my god, Jonah Hill. Yeah. And like his yeah. career, like that could have been Jack Black, you know, that could, oh, he could sure. have been working with the, you know, the Scorseses and stuff like that. Cause he's, I've, I, he's got that talent. Yeah. But his career, maybe he was just too, like he was too late to catch, you know, the Robin Williams era dramedy right. roles. Yeah. And too early for the, I don't know, more serious comedy roles. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, it does, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I thought we were getting to that point. You know, we were it was a big budget role, but just didn't
0: Yeah, serious and Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean the the Jumanji films are really good and they're really funny, but
1: they also really showcase his acting ability too. Yeah, exactly. He steals that. Yeah. You know. The Rock plays The Rock. Kevin Hart plays Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's the. I, I feel like he's the one that's got something interesting to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Rock's like, "Oh, I used to be a puny boy, not anymore." It's like, <laughs> cool. Got <laughs> <the> muscles. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Shirley MacLaine. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we haven't tell, talked about her much at all. Tell me about her. She is. I mean. She's phenomenal, right? She's one of the only actresses or actors, I should say, that uh has just you know, from the golden age of Hollywood has just kept going. Yeah. And I think that you can say there's like a great film from every decade mm-hmm. that she's been that she's been in, you know. Yeah. Um and, and she's, she's still, still going. Yeah. And it's great. You know, she's just a she just lights up the screen, you know, it's the thing is, when she plays Marjorie, it's like, of course, people. You know, if if you were Bernie, you would have wanted to be around her as well, even though she was horrible. Yeah, because she's just so luminous. Like she's just wonderful.
0: Yeah. Uh, what uh, what do you think her best film is that you've seen?
1: I think I'm a bit biased. When I was at school, um, for my undergrad, I did. I wrote my end of third year. Dissertation on um, the representation of women in the films of Billy Wilder. Okay. Um, and she was in the apartment at Deuce, And both of those I wrote about quite a lot. So the apartment is just, she's just amazing um, and carries that film. You know, Jack Lemon's in it and Jack Lemon's great. Um, but it is Shirley MacLaine's film. Yeah. Um, so the I apartment, if you? I have not seen it. So Ugh, is, is it that amazing? what I should go watch immediately? Yeah. Yeah the apartment is just great. Um just again it's just so ahead of its time. Yeah. You know and to play that character because I'm sure she was only you know late 20s at most. Yeah. is quite a um quite a dramatic choice. So yeah it's I mean it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah and she's great in the film like she just yeah. owns that character. It's interesting cuz she doesn't like, you see her for a while, and you hear everyone else talk about her for a while mm-hmm. before she has mm-hmm. any dialogue. Yeah. Like, even yeah. all the scenes with him and her at the funeral and stuff, she doesn't say anything. It's not until he, like, goes to her house for, like, the second or third time, and he's like, I brought you a little gift basket, got <laughs> some little soaps, and, like... <laughs> and then she's like, come in, and, like, that's her yeah. first line. Um, And then... I, I just love the way that the movie progresses in showing like revealing more of that character because because yeah. you because, yeah, you hear everyone else talk shit about her. And you yeah. don't you can't like she just seemed you you, you can't judge her yourself like the, Yeah, because you haven't seen her do anything. You haven't seen her say anything. Um, yeah. And for the most part in the first few scenes, yeah, she's a little snappy, but she's not like horrible. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everyone's uh, saying. Yeah, um, I think
1: that's a. I think that's a choice from Later to kind of pull us in the same as Bernie was pulled in. Yeah, definitely. To yeah. not see who she really was until we're in too deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, until we've already spent that time, we're like, oh no, she is awful. Yeah, and horrible, and yeah. like there's no need for it. You know. Yeah. While he's tweezing her um, whiskers. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he coming to the dress rehearsal, and she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope he shoots her soon, because. <laughs> <laughs> Did you awful. know that that was coming? Um, I think from the tra- I'd seen the trailer. Um, okay. And, and I, I knew that she died. Yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be like as blatant. Like I said, I didn't. I thought it was going to be a bit more of a, you know, oh, and then we didn't see Marjorie for a while, and like we told that she was had a, that she had gone off somewhere or whatever. But it's very open and like. Yeah. He shot her. She's in the freezer. He carried on spending the money for a while. Shot her with (laughs) the
0: armadillo gun. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um Yeah. And then like that there's like a lot of really good, like subtle scenes too. I mean not super subtle, but like the you know, when they're in the Egyptian chair and he like offers his hand to
1: like help her up and she's like yeah. fuck you <laughs> like... yeah i know yeah just <laughs> yeah there's a lot in there that <laughs> that just make like drives you to like it's like grinding teeth whenever yeah. she's towards the end you're just like I oh, get her off the screen you know yeah. <laughs> um but that i mean i think that's credit to shirley mcclain as well because she plays a, i mean you do go through that emotion you're like oh she's not that bad and then yeah. by, you know, 10 minutes later, you're like, I hate this woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and that's not easy to do. So she does it well. Yeah, she does. I mean, when she, yeah, when
0: she's just throwing that tantrum, it's just like,
1: Are you, whoa. Because, yeah, that's, there's bits in there that you can tell. I don't, I don't know how to put it, just more than acting. You know, yeah. she's kind of, you can tell that she's riled up and it's not. Ooh. Just I'm just gonna shout this. She like jumps a little bit. It's like she goes so angry. Yeah. Yeah. And then when she closes the door and she's like, "You're never leaving." Yeah. (laughs) It's just oh god. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, she's she's something else. Yeah. Um, But I'm definitely gonna have to watch the apartment probably soon after this. Yeah. Um, What did you think about Matthew McConaughey? Was it just like, because he doesn't come in till like, mm-hmm. you know, get 30 minutes into the movie, I think. He had some I,
1: of my favorite lines. Yeah. Um, I really like the, yeah, people call him an angel. He's an angel of death. And just that <laughs> pause. And then he's like, thank you very much. I'll see you later. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> that is yeah. just, that's brilliant. Um, did you know and, that that's his mom in the movie too? I did. I didn't until The after. credits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the woman that she's with cracks me up as well. Yeah. When she's like, who's she buying lingerie for? Like, nobody wants to see those boobs. <laughs> and the woman next to her is just, like, giggling away. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think she even has any lines in the whole No, movie. she doesn't. She, she just, just She's just, she just there to yeah. laugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, I like McConaughey kind of a lot. I like yeah. uh, Danny Book. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's a lot for him to do, but... You know, he, he, he just fits, well. yeah. He yeah, just he,
0: yeah. he had to be in the movie, like, yeah. Exactly. So so Longview, like I said, was where I grew up, and he that's where he went to high school. Okay. So he's like known in that town. Yeah. Um, my my mom and her sisters actually went to school with him. Oh wow! You know, of course, this was before he was was yeah. famous or anything. Um, but yeah, I just that's like my claim to fame. My mom went yeah, to high school. That's cool. with Matthew McConaughey. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's just kind of crazy. Uh, but there's just, like I said, so much stuff in this film that just takes me back. I mean, even down to, like, the costumes, just, like, the the clothes people wear, you know, the shirts yeah. that Bernie wears are, like, all the shirts that, <laughs> yeah. like, my dad wore. Yeah, And, like, yeah. it's just so crazy you know what I mean it's yeah it's uh I love it so much
1: but and I think that's what Linklater does so well is that he shows this realistic version of events you know dazed and confused every you know everyone remembers the last day of school that that's how it feels like with this it's like that small town that you're from where that gossip travels and people have their own thoughts about everything and um, yeah you know the before trilogy is such a iconic look at love and just things you know just a, a real relationship and I think that's that's why that's what he does so well. It's just he shows the truth in an entertaining way,
2: yeah, yeah I
0: think that's that's a good point like that's um that's maybe why I love the film so much because it's like showing it's like cutting straight through the bullshit and mm-hmm. showing you exactly who these people are uh that i grew up around i mean it's yeah. like they they just have their own way of thinking and doing mm-hmm. and operating and like i mean like you know the quote from the beginning about the wine you know whether or not the <laughs> wine was like yeah. fermented it's just like that was my life like sitting in rooms I didn't want to be in listening to adults talk about the dumbest shit in the Bible like whether or not the wine was fermented Like (laughs) he could do anything he was Jesus he could make it right on the spot like (laughs) like, you know it's like it was like turning something that I always kind of found annoying into like this is like, I can, like, enjoy this now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And two, just, like, I think, you know, I had gone to Hawaii uh, for the summer to work at a Boy Scout camp um, a few months before I saw this film. and And, like, you know, Hawaii is still, you know, technically America, but going to another place, another part of the world... Yeah. Seeing another culture and then coming back, I think made me also realize, oh, like the place I grew up in the world also has its own thing culture. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Culture. And yeah. Um, so I, I, I think it was just this movie just like hit me at right, you know, just the right age too. I mean, i saw it after like a year after it come out. So I was like 22, you know, Right at that age where I'm, like, growing up and, like, reflecting on what the hell I just went through as a child, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out the meaning to life. So, like, yeah, this film is always going to, like, just have this special place in my heart, you know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's great. I love films that have that, you know thing for you I think that's it's funnily enough you know High Fidelity I've mentioned a few times is kind of a similar thing for me not because I grew grew up in you know Detroit or wherever it's set or that I owned a record store but just the main character is obsessed with music and movies Mm. and books and that's me and I was like you know and relationships were destroyed because of it and the people around him were kind of uh, not you know regular, but they were his people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, I, I understand what you're saying. You know,
0: that might be. I don't think I've ever seen it, so that might be something I also watch immediately after.
1: Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, there's the. I mean, both the apartment and high fidelity were two films that I considered first to watch next week.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. Because I
1: was just, but I was like, I feel like I need to kind of. You know the apartment. May, I mean, I still might pick it. It's like open yeah. the air, um, but yeah, they're just they're wonderful.
0: Well, yeah, the documentary that I was talking about maybe choosing is would be very on the nose to watch after this film. Okay, if you're interested, I've never seen it, but it is uh, highly recommended. So, and I've been wanting to watch it. I might have to do it. I've said too much Uh, I just have two things left to say about this film one is that Richard Linklater does have a cameo in the uh, hands on a hard body competition scene (laughs) where he's he's one of the five deadbeat dads with his hands on the car he's the one that's like running away from the cops
1: (laughs) that gets caught by
0: Danny Book yes uh, and then also he has a new film that just came out and it's on Netflix. It's called Apollo 10 and a half, a space age childhood. And it's done in the way of like uh, uh scanner darkly mm-hmm. uh, where it's like animated over live action. Yeah. Um, so it's got like this interesting look to it. I haven't watched it yet, but me I neither. Mean, yeah. It's just weird. Like, I mean, we've talked about Netflix a few times and it's been in the news a lot lately because of, all the dumb decisions they've made, business decisions. Yeah. And this feels like, you know, it's it's not that they, I mean, they do make dumb business decisions sometimes, but, like, this, a good decision, like, making a Linklater film, getting a Linklater film on Netflix, what, like... Make,
1: what, make what? something of it,
0: yeah. Yeah, how come nobody knows about it? Yeah. Like, how come there's no advertising? How, like, you've got something, like, show it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. And that's that's part of the problem. But yeah. Oh damn. Uh, do you
1: have anything else about Bernie? Just I, I mean, Linklater is just blows me away. Yeah.
0: Um. What's the first like Linklater film you saw? You think
1: it must have been School of Rock.
0: Yeah, I think it was for me too. Because it was like and I can cause... remember,
1: real like loving it. Yeah, um, I can remember getting a a box set with it was School of Rock, and then I think Orange County, uh-huh. the film he did with Tom Hanks's son Jack yeah. Black. Um, and I I like both both of those songs, but for School of Rock, it was just, I mean, Jack Black is just so magnetic in that Mm -hmm. film and he's just so talented yeah and it's funny yeah and heartwarming and yeah i mean it must have been that but i think boyhood is my favorite yeah is and this is your favorite it's like one of your favorite films so it must be your favorite yeah
0: definitely
2: yeah
1: uh
0: yeah definitely favorite of link later i do like boyhood a lot i mean it's it's probably top five
1: um yeah. but Slacker is also really, really good. And I've it, never seen I haven't seen Slacker. It's on my to buy list for Criterion. So yeah. when that sale rolls around in July, it's gonna be the first pickup.
0: Sweet. Yeah, it's it's really good and it's like, you know, also about Texas. It takes place in Austin yeah. and I mean it's one he did before he before anybody knew what he what who he was.
1: Yeah. Um so it kinda of put him on the map a little bit, but I just love how patient he is. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, boyhood is the perfect example of it. Just the the twelve years to make a film. Yeah. You know, and just he's like, okay, I'm gonna do it. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And ugh, you know, and it's the same with the before trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so small in a way, but so poignant. And to just have the patience and the will to do all three and kind of stick to the vision is yeah. just like that's why I said there's nobody working like him. Like there's nobody like him right now. Yeah, he's so important. Yeah, to American film.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I I also, by the way, love like how much Jack Black gets to sing in this movie. Yeah, like it's just the perfect mix. Like he's just he's just the church guy who just sings all the mm-hmm. time like that's mm-hmm. just who he is. Yeah. And it it's interesting that like most of the singing like uh fits the character perfectly. There's one moment that I'm not saying it doesn't fit the character, but I I love it because it just dips in to like the Jack Black uh, tenacious D voice yeah. for like a second. Like you just get yeah. a hint of it when he's singing like the Beautiful Dreamer song. <laughs> <laughs> it just like touches and it's
1: like, yeah. oh, there he is. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I I could listen to him sing all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a, you know, Tenacious D. I love Tenacious D. I'm, I'm a big fan of the film as well, which yeah. again is another probably and nail in his coffin unfortunately for hollywood because it just didn't yeah. do very well. Yeah. Um
0: I mean but, it did well um, amongst, you know, on on <laughs> dvd sales and stuff, Yeah. You know?
1: I feel like, like it's becoming a bit of a cool classic, yeah. Classic, for sure. which is great. Um but yeah, just oh, man. he's he's got such a good vocal range. Yeah. He like and he's so I don't know, he just gives it everything. Yeah. I love him to bits. Yeah, man. He's the best.
0: Yeah. All right, folks. I think Let's, that might be it. Yeah. What, <clears throat> Uh. I mean, you know what I rated this
1: film. Yeah. It was <laughs> one and a half, right? You just... Yeah. Yeah. Don't really like <laughs> it and I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> this um, is as close to a five-star film as wherever. Like, this is... For, it's going to be... Like... From you should just change your name to Brandon Burney. so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, man, I mean, it's it's a perfect movie yeah, um i'm I'm of- thinking that you probably rated it five as well, I think you enjoyed this movie,
1: I enjoyed it a lot i did I rated it four and a half okay okay yeah i I know that I want to watch this film again, <laughs> I know yeah. that there's more to get out of this film, you yeah, know? um. But yeah, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Sweet, yeah.
0: Well, so where do we go from here?
1: what's What's happening next week? What are we gonna watch? Oh man, I had I, so I've been flip flopping all week. There's been four or five that I've been thinking about. There's one or two that I was like, I want to rewatch this, and then I had a look on Letterboxd and you'd seen it. So I kind of was like, okay, let's pick something else. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm gonna get go, I'm gonna go for it. We're gonna watch The Apartment.
0: Oh sweet. Cool. I feel like if
1: <laughs> I watched it quite recently and it is fresh but I'm like I want to watch it again. Yeah. And I feel like it is um a film that everybody should see at some point. Yeah. So I want to watch it and talk about it with you. Heck now. yeah. So sweet. that's what we're going to watch next right week. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, right now next week. That's right. Um I'm going to store the one I had which was by the same director actually so okay um for a future app yeah sweet all
0: right Mm -hmm. sounds good
1: yeah dude looking
0: forward to it i hope you guys join us next week for that that brings us to the end of the show you can find us on twitter instagram and facebook and youtube at Film Church Radio, you can follow us individually on Letterboxd at Selma Scope and at Walker Lewis That is a social media app you can download on your phone and see what we've been watching, keep up with us, see what we've been rating mu- movies, see what our favorite movies are, Um, tell us what we should add to our watch lists, and uh, all of our back episodes are streaming on all good podcast platforms. You can go to FilmChurchRadio.com and See all the different platforms it's on, and select whichever one you'd like. Whether it be, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, YouTube, all that stuff. And Lewis, just remember, if you're gonna live in a small town, you have to be nice to people.
1: Or do musical theatre. <laughs> <laughs> if I could sing, I would have jumped into a rendition of Ten Trombones. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> might have to pick the music man next time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or just replay the clip of him Yeah, singing that song for an hour and a half. That's right.
0: <laughs> Alright, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to say your film church prayers.
1: Praise be to Linklater. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not leaving.
1: (laughs) We're going to keep going. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, I'm going to (laughs) stop.